consensus that uh, New Zealand actually came through the COVID pandemic fairly well. Uh, but we're being warned there may be further consequences yet to come. Compared to a lot of other countries, our death rate from COVID was actually quite low. Uh, but now we're open, mostly back to work, a lot more interaction going on and some interesting projections of what the post-pandemic phase is going to look like are emerging. We go to the in-house actuary for insurance company Partners Life. Kate Dron is with us on the program this morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, very well. Uh, just for context, uh, uh, to sort of get an idea of what you do, um, uh, I, I've thought of you as being kind of a classy upmarket bookie, uh, calculating risks, working out the odds people have according to circumstances. Is that a fair take? It certainly is. It's probably one of the better descriptions that I've heard. <laughs> I'm going to have oh. to remember that one. <laughs> yes, you can have it, free of charge. Uh, but prediction, as you say yourself, it, it has been very, it's always been difficult, even more so when you throw a pandemic into the mix. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, one of the issues that we've still got now is that still things are evolving and we've still got new things coming. We've got um, you know, new, new variants coming through um, and you know, this is a, a whole different world for us opening up um, and so it is still quite hard to, to get a grip of what actually is happening out there. But when people were away from work, some things that you might have expected to happen, like workplace accidents and so on, uh, they didn't happen. Now, of course, they're starting to recur. But we've also got COVID to add into your projection problems. Yeah, that's right. So, so New Zealand did really well um, in the early stages of the pandemic with the lockdowns. Um, and what we did probably best was protect our most vulnerable people. Um, and, and so we didn't see those excesses that you saw um, overseas. So we had a combination of being at home meant that um, there were a number of accidents um, and things like that that didn't occur. Um, and, you know, they won't reoccur. But they will will move st- back into those events happening, but also um, the vulnerable people who we had um, sort of tucked away are now getting out and being exposed. And so you've got that sort of uplift um, from those people. And it's just going back to their normal um, daily lives. And I think we, we've seen that over this last 12 months with um, not just the increase in COVID, but also the increase in the actual flu and just that going around the population and clogging up our hospital systems. So you you see the mortality rate will kind of catch up to the rest of the world per head of yeah. population. Uh, yes, absolutely. Particularly for all of the um, sort of the more vulnerable people, because you have that element of protection. But as soon as you're then re-exposed to some of these illnesses, and not just COVID, but you know influenza kills people as well, um, you, you'll see that catch up. So you know it's really important that people remember the good habits that we picked up sort of during those lockdowns. So not just the lockdowns themselves, but the social distancing, the wearing masks, and just taking a little bit more care of other people. You're going to start to see that catch up as well. So where do you think we're headed now, Kate? What's going to, well, what's going to change? Um, well, I mean, that's the million-dollar question. Look, I think what we're going to we're going to have a, an element of... Um, those sort of those people actually being exposed to some of the, the illnesses, which means we, we might see an elevated level. What we're also going to have is some second order impacts. So um, people who during the lockdown weren't able to have their normal screening tests um, weren't 
able to access diagnostics. Um, and a lot of that is, you know, over this last 12 months, we've had the, the hospital system clogged up with um, people with COVID and with, and with the normal flu. So the second order impacts means that if you've got an underlying illness that you could have picked up earlier, hasn't been picked up. So you're going to see people that um, may have had a treatable disease now having this disease that's a little harder to treat um, or may, you know, even worse, sort of moved into that phase of, um, you know, there's not that much we can do about it. So I, I do expect that we'll probably have some balancing and you know, as opposed to the rest of the world where um, those vulnerable people weren't protected um, and so their residual population is probably healthier than it could have been um, if you hadn't had the COVID. Okay, so it sounds awful to describe it in such a way, but there was a kind of a cull in other countries. Yeah, and that that is that is a really horrible way to describe it. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's the brutal reality of it, though, isn't it? Yeah, essentially, when you when because um, COVID, unlike some of the um, other flu pandemics that have been about, actually um, really got the the uh, the older population, those that already had um, sort of illnesses as well. So you so you've got you know, those more vulnerable people were the ones that were dis- disproportionately impacted by it, and so um, you know going forward you've got a healthier population whereas we didn't quite get that in New Zealand because we protect those people um, and now we just need to continue to try and protect them Um, but you can see what's happening now already everything returning back to normal and we saw it even just um, through the workforce um, people getting the normal flu as well as COVID over the last 12 months or so and clogging up that health sector. So, in a nutshell, uh, are we doing better, or are we are we up against a wall here? Something awful going to hit us. Look, I think you know, COVID's not over. It's going to keep going for a while, and it's still a little bit too too hard to actually see what's going to go on. One of the things that's really key, though, we we just need to make sure that we have our health sector up and running. They've had a really tough time of it over the last couple of years, um, and, and it's. The system itself, but also the people. I mean, they have been working so hard, and so we haven't quite got our health sector back to where it's going to be. Um, and I think even now, when we're going into our summer months, which tend to be um, our normal healthier months, we're still seeing the hospitals clogged up. So I think that's the thing that concerns me the most is that we just need to make sure that um, we are looking at what we're doing in that part of our community to ensure that those people are looked after so that they can then look after the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. I understand as, what as you're saying. Have, yeah. Yeah, as we have the impacts coming through, particularly, um, so in summertime, that's normally when everything is getting better, but we're now seeing people travelling to New Zealand and they're going to do that more so over the summer and we're encouraging people and that's sort of the danger that we've got. So it's not about locking us down again, but just being prepared. All right, good stuff. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Kate Dron is the in-house actuary for the insurance company Partners Life on where we're headed next post-COVID.